Hello, this is the Get the Lead Out podcast, coming to you from the Center for Leadership and Service at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. We feature insights from the leaders in our world, students, staff, faculty, and friends here on campus, so that you can learn by leading. Hi everyone, my name is Lauren Irwin, and during today's Get the Lead Out podcast, we're going to be speaking with a Cal Poly alum, Ryan Vilfer. So Ryan, welcome to the Get the Lead Out podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're glad to have you. So we'll start with a pretty simple question. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, including, you know, what you've been doing since you graduated from Cal Poly? Yeah, uh, so my name is Ryan Wilfer. Um, I am a very proud Mustang. I graduated from Cal Poly in the class of 2013. I'm originally from Granite Bay, California, which is in NorCal, right up near the mountains and the skiing and the snow. Um, while I was at Cal Poly, I participated in the triathlon team, the cycling team, um, and definitely got involved in student life and leadership through uh, the Gender Equity Center and Safer, Alternative Breaks, and then spent a ton of my time in orientation programs all four years. Wow. You had a busy four years, it sounds like. Definitely. But it was the funnest four years of my life. So. Oh, that's great. And so hopefully some of our students listening probably feel some of the same, some of the same ways, I'm sure. Yeah, and hopefully they have more memories to come. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you, you talked a little bit about being involved in orientation and being involved in SAFER and stuff. How would you, I guess, describe those leadership experiences that you had at Cal Poly? Um, those, those leadership experiences, especially student life and leadership, were my college years. Um, yeah. And those, those experiences really shaped everything uh, and not only gave me a lot of the tools to succeed, uh, but really created a lot of the memories um, that I'm going to carry around with me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, in addition to the student life and leadership side of it, I got involved with the triathlon team, cycling team. So in addition to doing like kind of the leadership side of it and event planning, um, it was a lot of fun to be able to kind of transition to another leadership role of being on a team in the team sport um, and getting to compete in college. Yeah. So some fun competition and also some fun work to actually make college a meaningful experience for other people too. Yeah. It's definitely fun getting to travel around competing against other universities. Yeah. And for those who are listening that are wondering what is student life and leadership, Cal Poly went through kind of a reorganization a few years ago. So a lot of the things in student life and leadership now fall under the Dean of Students Unit. So if you're listening and are confused, that's that's why. That's just some old terminology. So how have you used the leadership experiences you had at Cal Poly in your time since graduation? Yeah, so as I mentioned, um, when I was at Cal Poly, I did a lot of leadership programs um, and was pretty heavily involved with Cal Poly's Gender Equity Center and also Cal Poly orientation programs. Um, and both of those really set me up for kind of post-graduation in my career field and career path. Um, I didn't, at the time, I didn't realize how many skills I was learning through those programs, um, but both of those programs gave me a lot of um, skills and awareness programming and then also event planning, um, which both direct, directly impacted my career after Cal Poly. Um, the first, my first job after school was uh, in AmeriCorps, actually, with Cal Poly's Friday Night Live. Yeah. Um, so doing a lot of the awareness programming on alcohol and drug, drug substance, substance abuse, uh, and then doing helping plan alternative events to partying in Cal Poly's residence halls. Um, so all the skills that I had learned in through awareness programming through orientation programs, so speaking in front of thousands of students, um, to designing awareness galleries for students to walk through, um, really set me up to be able to go into the career role where I was able to give back and really educate middle school students and then college students on the issues that come with a lot of alcohol and drug use. Mm. Um, kind of on the flip side of that, uh, the other big skill that I, I got during my time at Cal Poly through orientation programs was event planning. 
Um, and at the time, I don't think I realized how much really I was preparing me for the rest of my my career since graduation with actually having a plan an event for 10,000 people yeah. for a week and all their activities and all the scheduling and the management and then getting to manage a team on top of that of orientation leaders um, really set me up for my current job where I'm uh, at the White House planning events for both the president and first lady and the social office. Um, so on a daily basis, I'm using all those skills of making, trying to think through everything that goes into an event that I learned during orientation programs to now at the White House, they're trying to reflect, make sure that everything runs smoothly and that all of our bases are covered. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure too, even for students who are like, you know, I don't really know that I want to go into event planning. I think some of the things you talked about, about managing a team and some of those really complex projects are things that kind of cut across different um, areas and professions as well. So I think you, I appreciate your insights that you shared. Yeah, and I think I definitely agree with what you just said is that I think even more so than kind of professional skill set, like any organization that you get involved in that you're passionate about will give you that professional skill set. Yeah. Um, but what was, I think, more meaningful to me was being able to develop interpersonal relationships with my peers and actually being responsible for leading a team of 70 orientation leaders and then those 70 orientation leaders leading 700 orientation leaders. Yeah. And so I think that, that skill set of interacting with my peers and then trying to be a leader on campus really set me up to really try to lead in the workplace now uh, and those are skills that are far more valuable than kind of learning just some of the basic professional skill sets of how to do a job so I feel like anybody can learn how to do a job but it's really those skills of having the confidence in yourself and your abilities to actually lead an organization that will matter later yeah and I think some of that too it's really hard to develop without practice and so you had some really wonderful opportunities to practice skills that you know employers really look for definitely so Ryan would you say that you identify as a leader I would definitely say that I identify as a leader. Can you maybe talk a little bit or elaborate on maybe when you first realized or first started identifying as a leader? Yeah, the, uh, I'd say the first time I ever realized uh, that I was a leader or that others were looking up to me was as a senior year in high school. Um, I was competing on my, on my high school's cross-country and track team, and I had a lot of students uh, looking up to me as a senior in that role, um, including a lot of the freshman athletes and the younger athletes who are new to the team, new to the sport. Um, it was kind of at that moment that I realized that a lot of the younger athletes were modeling after uh, the older athletes and really watching our every moves and how we, how we ran, how we did practice, how committed we were about the sport. Um, and it was in that, kind of in that role that I realized that um, me actually identifying as a leader was to make sure that they had the best the best sporting experience that they could um, and realizing that they were looking up to me on that side um, and my favorite memories are um, in the in during that year of really cheering on the freshman athletes and really encouraging them and all that they did in the sport um, and it's kind of that kind of set me up for how I view leadership today but really realizing that cheering on the athletes and all the younger athletes and encouraging them in their workouts so that they can succeed was really kind of rewarding for me and I found more joy in cheering them on and celebrating their successes than my own and that's kind of what uh, drove me to be a leader on the team and to really make sure that I was have on a, being a role model for the younger athletes so that they could really uh, excel in their sport, excel in strong character values um, and really be solid athletes. 
That's great. I really appreciate the things you talked about in terms of like empowering others and really wanting to role model that. And I think especially the piece you mentioned about celebration is so important and is sometimes overlooked as a valuable leadership skill. Uh, so yeah, I, I really appreciate you sharing that. Would you, yeah. would you say that that definition, um, the way that you describe leadership there, would you say that that's kind of still how you would define leadership or how has your definition changed over time? Definitely. Um, I think that the senior year in high school really did show me what leadership was. Um, before that, as, a, as an athlete, uh, those younger years in high school, I had always thought that being a leader was being the fastest person on the team or right. lifting the most weights on the, the train cross country runners um, and really or winning the most races. And then it was kind of in that year that I realized that that wasn't leadership to me, uh, but to me, being a leader was when your teammates are having just as much or even more success than you are if you're building them up and really encouraging them um, and supporting them. So that kind of started to shape my definition of leadership now, um, which I kind of categorize uh, servant leadership um, and really being kind of the supportive person on the team, developing the strengths of others and encouraging them to succeed in all that they do um, so that they can succeed. Because I feel like when every single person on the team is performing their best and succeeding, uh, that's what really makes a strong leader is when you're able to create an environment that supports that and allows every student, every athlete, uh, every team member to kind of have success so that the team as a whole can thrive. Yeah, that's wonderful. So what advice would you maybe share then for emerging leaders who are at Cal Poly right now? Um, I think the biggest advice that I have right now uh, for leaders at Cal Poly is to definitely get involved. Um, I mentioned that I got involved in an orientation program and I did gender equity center and triathlon team. Um, but the reason I got involved with those was because that was what I was passionate about and those were my passions. Um, and I think every single every single person should find what their, what their heart is passionate about because when you are doing something you care about, um, you're, you're gonna be so passionate about the work that you do that you're really gonna put in all your effort, all your energy uh, to really succeed in that. And so for me, I really cared about um, raising awareness about alcohol and drug use um, and really all that awareness programming at Cal Poly. And so I got involved with orientation programs and then was able to really be in an environment where I was able to fulfill that passion and present to students on all these issues, start awareness campaigns on campus. Um, but I think that varies for every, every student. So I think the biggest piece of advice I have is for students is to follow their heart um, and find what they're passionate about. And it, you may have to try multiple things and multiple events and activities um, to really find what you care about. But once you find once you find that passion, is is when I think that you really will be a leader because uh, people will be energized by by the passion that you show for what you love to do. Yeah, I think kind of that you recognizing that sometimes passion isn't something that you just find immediately, right? Like in week one at Cal Poly or week one of your college experience is very true. Um, but are there are there any steps that you wish you had taken to further prepare you for the leadership responsibilities you have now? So like, are there things you wish you would have done during college to better prepare you? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I wish I had done during college was get involved with the Center for Leadership and Service. If only it had um, existed then. Because <laughs> this is a whole new organization and something that I wish that I had while I was a student at Cal Poly. Because um, I think this would have added to my understanding of leadership and my ability to kind of lead with others um, and really get to like, kind of discover and explore leadership strengths of those around me and my own um, so I can work better on teams. Yeah, well, thank you. We appreciate your endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little shout out for you guys. Yeah. 
So our last question um, is a little bit more of a fun question, but if you could sum up the progression of your leadership evolution or leadership development over time um, in three words or less, how would you sum it up? That's tough. I know. Um, I would probably say the three words would be uh, saved by mentors. Saved by mentors? Yeah, and I think the reason I say those words, I don't know if I'm allowed to say more than three words right now. You can, you can keep going. a little bit. Um, It's because I think what helped me the most was just being surrounded by a whole bunch of student affairs faculty and staff that really cared about me. And I think that Cal Poly has such strong, um, strong professionals that really want to focus on the development of every single student. And it was through the mentors and all the programs I did from my coach on the triathlon team at Cal Poly to my advisor with orientation programs, to the supervisor uh, with Cal Poly Safer, each one of those mentors really kind of focused and put their time and energy into my development um, and really challenged me in different ways. And so I think of all resources on campus, it was having those mentors and having those experiences that really uh, allowed me to discover who I was and really kind of shape my leadership style. And I think that it's such a beneficial resource for every student to really surround themselves with the professionals and the faculty that care on campus so that they can succeed um, and really kind of find out and discover who they are and take a little bit of a little piece of each mentor with them throughout their life. I love that. And I really appreciate the things you shared throughout this interview. I think the the piece about mentors is really important, especially for new students who kind of feel, you know, like sometimes it's hard to ask for help or hard to ask for support. But I think that the things you shared are really, is really an important message for success for so many students during college. Yeah, they're the ones that are there for you, which is why uh, I hope to devote the rest of my life to student affairs and uh, (laughs) be there for college students one day, just like they were there for me. Oh, I love that. Well, I really appreciated the things you shared about kind of servant leadership and your desire to role model and the importance of having passionate leadership as well. And so I hope that that's something our students can resonate with. Um, But overall, I just want to say thank you, Ryan, for taking the time to talk to us today. Um, And hopefully, you know, our students at home will be able to use your wise words of advice to help them in their leadership journey as well. (laughs) Yeah, I just look forward to seeing Cal Poly students uh, continue to grow through the center. Yeah. And with that, this has been the Get the Lead Out podcast. So we hope to see you again on our next episode. Awesome. Thank you. Looking to develop your leadership skills? Complete the Emerging Leadership Certificate to broaden and sharpen your leadership skills. Most people can complete the certificate in one or two quarters by attending a variety of events and workshops based on your schedule and interests. The leadership certificate looks great on resumes and job applications. It'll help you stand out to employers and make you a better candidate for future leadership roles. Visit our Programs and Opportunities section of the Center for Leadership and Services website, leadership.calpoly.edu, to learn more and fill out interest forms to sign up for updates. Thank you for listening to Get the Lead Out, a podcast from the Center for Leadership and Service at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. You can learn more about the Center and find leadership resources by following us on Twitter at LearnByLeading or checking out our website at leadership.calpoly.edu.